Diane and I and our son Daniel were driving up 55 from St. Louis after being on vacation for a week. And we were worried about our basement in Peoria. And we had seen pictures of flooding on the internet when we were in a faraway land. And it showed the corner of University and Teton completely underwater near where we live. And so we were worried about water in our basement. We weren't gonna cut short our vacation and come home, but we were worried. And we knew that there had been power outages and we knew that people had had a very hard time while we were gone. And we were concerned about that and we were hoping that our basement would be dry. And it has had difficulties recently, so that was not an idle thing to be worried about. We hoped that it would be dry. So we are creatures of hope, I think. As the Dalai Lama says, we live on hope. We want things to go well. We want to stay healthy. We want to enjoy life. We want to feel good. We want to be financially comfortable, at least so we don't have to worry about it. We want to love and be loved, and we want our teams to win their championships. <laughs> we want things to go well, don't we? That's what we want. At this time of year, we often make resolutions, which are really, generally, really wonderful ideas of things we should do. Hard to keep, apparently, but if you're making resolutions, then bless you. I hope it goes well, because that's what we want. We want it to go well. We also, at this time, can use this change in the year to look at our hopes and dreams. It's a natural thing to do. It gives meaning to our lives, says the Dalai Lama. It gives meaning to our lives. We look to the future, and we want the future to go well. This impulse that pushes us to make resolutions seems to imply that we can change the future, right? If we go exercise three days a week or enroll in a French course or take some other action, we can make something happen. You know, if we study our French every night, we could learn French. If we exercise three times a week, we will be healthier. So there's a sense there that we can make that happen. And to some extent, that is certainly true. But our hopes, I think, are something different than that. We say that we hope something will happen. I hope there will not be another flood pretty soon. In this case, we recognize that we don't have control over the outcome. It's not something we can fix necessarily. We could work on it, we could do certain things. We hope it will turn out in a positive way, but we can't guarantee that. We hope there will be peace on earth. 
But it's not something we can just, you know, get up and go to the Y every day and at the end of a couple months there will be peace on earth. An example of a hope, I don't know, I probably shouldn't have used this example, but anyway, it's a hope that maybe, some, maybe you have a hope that somebody will be elected president. Maybe that's your hope. You can't make that happen. You could volunteer. You could send money. You could try to convince your grouchy uncle that a certain person should win. You could do a lot of things, but you can't make that happen. Certainly not by yourself. So we have, we have hopes. We hope it will turn out this way. We may hope that our team wins the World Series. I don't know why I have to use that either, but I do. <laughs> but even if we buy a ticket to every game and we cheer as loud as we can for our favorite team, and even if we send text messages to the manager with thoughtful and insightful suggestions <laughs> that would surely improve the team if only they would listen. I'm not saying I've ever done that. <laughs> even if we do all those things, which would surely make a difference, it still might not happen. In some cases, it doesn't happen for a century or more. <laughs> and yet, we hope. And hope springs eternal. So what kinds of things might we hope for in the new year? Things that we dearly care about, that we are indeed willing to work for, but that we don't control, and for which there are no guarantees. I'll suggest a couple, and I think some of these will resonate with you, but you might have your own list, which is fine. I think some of these hopes will be personal. They will be hopes for friends or family members or our own personal health and well-being. They will be about the people in our lives. We hope that everyone will stay in good health and we hope that our lives will go well and the lives of those close to us. But we don't have perfect control over that, do we? We can't, we can't absolutely make that happen. We can do some things that will tend to lead in that direction, but we can't absolutely make that happen. And then there are hopes that many of us have that are uh, broader in their purview Hopes that have to do with our community, our culture. For example, I deeply hope that in the coming year, our society will experience real movement in the quest for equal justice. That is a deep hope of mine. And I know many of you resonate with that, particularly in our criminal justice system. And as you look at the world right now, you can feel a consensus building for that. You, you can feel that people want to change that. And people in different political parties, which is really a wonderful thing. There's a consensus growing that we need widespread reform in this mass tangle of laws and policies and practices known as the drug wars. 
after about, what, 40 years, we're finally ready to give up on that and see if something else works better. And citizens of all persuasions are converging on that conclusion. And I have another hope that's kind of related to that is that we've had a tragic time this past year in incidents involving police. And I have a deep hope that in this year we will grow in the direction of fair and effective policing on our streets. And this is a painful thing for our country because we know that police do dangerous work on our behalf and they sacrifice themselves for us. And yet, we know that all is not right in this world. And so, I have a hope that we're on a good path with that and that that's going to become uh, an area where there's more justice and more equality. You know, I can't, I can't no matter how many times I go to the Y, I can't make that happen, but I can participate in it. I can participate in that movement, and I hope to do that. I hope that the cause of peace will move in the right direction this year. War has been a serious threat in almost every year of human history, but the form of warfare that we call terrorism has brought a new challenge to the human family. There is no doubt that we need to protect ourselves against terrorism, but it's equally true that we need to understand our world better and to understand the causes of this thing called terrorism and why it is that we find ourselves engaged in this form of armed conflict and how we can begin to reframe cultural differences in ways that would have a better chance of leading to peace, which is what I hope will happen. I hope we do not fall into the trend that occurs over and over again in human history where one group of people is considered the cause of all the problems and then that group of people is scapegoated in some way so that we put all of the evil in the world onto some particular group of people. I really deeply hope we do not go down that path because that path does not lead to a good place. And that has been demonstrated throughout human history. I hope we take the path of respect for all people while taking seriously the problems that we have. I continue to believe that respectful dialogue between religious groups is the best bet for peace in situations with religious entanglements. Dialogue is not agreement, and dialogue does not condone violence. But dialogue is talking. And when you're talking, you're not shooting. And talking is better than shooting, in my view. Dialogue is actually a form of peace. It is a form of peace. I hope that in this year, those who have committed violence will be restrained, but without resort to any violations of human rights or any discrimination based on religion or race or sexual identity or any other way that we separate ourselves from each other. 
I hope that will happen. I deeply hope that the climate change agreement that was negotiated in Paris will bear fruit. I know I share that hope with many of you. It is such an important thing for our entire planet. And yet, I can't, I can't make that happen. I can contribute. I can contribute. But it's a deep hope. And we as a church can find ways to contribute to these these hopes that we hold so dear. And that is something we can do in this coming year. So those are some of the things I hope for in the coming year, both personal and then more social. And I am willing to work on these projects and I feel confident that you will work on these issues or you will work on something else that is dear to your heart, that moves you, and that you care about, and that you want to do something about. This turning of the year, even though as Kathleen McTeague's reading says, it's not any different from any other time of year, except maybe a little colder, but it somehow gives us an opportunity to rethink what our priorities are. It gives us that option. So I hope all of us will see what it is we truly hope and dream for and commit ourselves for working in those directions. Not everything will go the way we want it to go. It won't, unless this year is really completely different from all the others. We know there will be tragedies. I want to support Peoria communities against violence, known as PCAV, and let's go on those marches. Let's go march, and let's have the soup meetings at various places, and let's put our effort into that, but we know that someone will get murdered in this town. That will happen, but we can make a difference in that. What I've grown fond of thinking lately is that we can change the ratio between joys and sorrows. We can change that ratio. We can't eliminate the sorrows 100%, but we can, we can make it shift by our efforts. But we won't be successful in absolutely everything. There's a line in the Bhagavad Gita, which is a classic of Hindu religion, and the line says, we have control over action alone, never over its fruits. We have control over action alone, never over its fruits. In other words, we can do things. We're able to do things. But we will not be able to perfectly predict exactly what will happen from that. And it, we won't always succeed. We can't control the outcomes, but we can take actions that at each moment seem to hold the best promise for peace and justice for personal well-being and social well-being. We can do these things as well as we can. And we can change the balance. We can change the balance. We will have losses this year, but we're going to have lots of moments of joy. I deeply hope that this church will continue to be a place of caring and action and spiritual engagement. 
We are fortunate to be part of a community because when we try to do meaningful things in our lives, almost always that works better in community. It can be done totally on your own, but communities are powerful places for synergistic effect as we try to do these things that we deeply care for. And so we're fortunate to be in a true community. And we have many opportunities during the year to increasing the depth of our experience. So, as we approached Peoria on the highway yesterday about seven or eight o'clock, we were talking in the car, what are we going to do if the basement's flooded? We've been through this before, it's not fun at all. Well, maybe it won't be. Well, maybe it will be. Maybe it won't. We knew that at that point there was nothing left to do. I mean, we'd actually done some work, but we didn't know if that was going to do it, and there was nothing left to do but to go home and see. So we pulled our car into the garage, and I jumped out right away and went right into the basement. And I hoped with all my heart <laughs> that the basement would be dry. And I put my hand down, and it was dry. <laughs> We were so fortunate. And by the way, I have to thank Jean Mielkowski and Richard Nauman for working on the drainage and Lindy Peterson for asking the right question at the right time to help us understand what was going on. We were fortunate. But we know that others had a much more difficult time and we know that at any moment, it could be us that has the need. And so, I hope that we will continue to grow as a church and as a country toward taking care of those in need and realizing that it could be us at any moment. I hope we will do all that we can do to bring joy to everyone's experience in the new year and that we will gently hold each other in those moments when our deepest hopes are not fulfilled and there are losses. I hope we will continue to grow in those ways. It's a new world full of opportunities and dangers. And we need to bring our best selves to this mixture of opportunities. Knowing that by bringing our best selves, life will be better by doing that. That that will alter the balance. So may we focus ourselves on love of each other and on love of this great, mysterious, cosmic process of which we are all a part. May the blessings of life be upon us as we begin a new chapter.